Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge World Tour, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the world talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Tony's Game Lounge. Uh, we, it's the World Tour season, but we're breaking the rules of the World Tour, so we are back in Alberta for our guest. As or I think we're in, I, I, are you still in Alberta? Or are you in BC we're, now, Nick? I'm in BC, but we're, oh, we're in Canada, and we're Canada in Can- is part of the world. So Canada's part of the world, but Canada. It, the rule for Canada is I can only use each province once. Guess what? We're not breaking the code because oh, perfect. We, we we haven't had a BC guest on. So joining me. It's my boy Nick Green, aka No Score, because he all, he started some new YouTube stuff, and also he is one third of the Out of Focus podcast as well. Welcome Indeed. back, Nick. Thanks, Tony, for having me back. I'm uh, I have eagerly awaited my return to Tony's Game Lounge, and uh, and we're back. I'm, we're uh, back. I'm happy to be be here and talk some some game awards and some uh, games in general. Yes, we have a lot to cover, so much so that we actually do not have a headline of the week because we want to just get right into everything. It's going to be rapid fire. The rapid fire, so let's dive into the week in review. Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is the week in review. And starting off, uh, we had some game releases come out. Choo Choo Charles, the, the spider train game, that's finally out. Uh, I think it was in early access before, I think, or it was, you know, just like some closed betas. That's mm-hmm. out now. You can now get chased by your spider train, just like your nightmare fuel has told you so. Uh, but the just game itself, just in time for the holidays, just in time for the holidays, because everybody knows Christmas is just Halloween too. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Hello Neighbor Two also dropped, which I think that came out of early access. I think. Don't quote me. And uh, the brand new Dragon Quest game, Dragon Quest Treasures, where you get to play as uh, everyone's favorite rogue from Dragon Quest Eleven, Eric and his sister Mia, and you collect treasures, fight monsters, and yeah, it's 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 cute little chibi Dragon Quest. Uh, it's looking good. And in the world of video game news, the brand new Mario Kart tracks are out right now, and they also added an update along with the new uh, season pass DLC which is uh, custom items. So now you can turn off coins because that's like a big thing people were sick of. You can now finally have items, no more coins, or you could play exclusively blue shells. Oh, perfect. Just really dial up the chaos to 11 then. Exactly, exactly. In other news, Microsoft has entered a 10-year deal with Nintendo to bring Call of Duty to their consoles once the uh, Activision Blizzard merger goes through. What a uh, what a what a deal that is! <laughs> yeah, who's gonna who's ready to play Call of Duty on the Switch? N- yeah. Not me. I, 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 that's not gonna run well. Let's hey, be I mean real. they're expanding their market, so uh, you know what? I, I, the bigger question I have is like for like most of, if not all of the like recent Call of Duty entries. They're all like a hundred plus gigs or like 150 gigs. So like you have to get expanded storage if you plan on downloading a Call of Duty onto your Switch. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe they'll put the like the old OG Call of Duties on the Switch. Yeah. That that would they would run at least. 
they they should they should they if should. they don't then there's there's bigger problems yeah uh in destiny news destiny 2 season of seraph has begun it began on the 6th and this will run until the release of lightfall which is february 28th uh basic plot you're gonna revive rasputin the giant war mind and you're gonna actually give it a body uh we'll be having our de- our destiny insider jackson actually gave us a report uh we'll be hearing from jackson later on this episode uh, Elden Ring added a Coliseum PvP mode, opening up all those Coliseums you can find throughout the world, and now you can fight other players inside of them. And Microsoft, some bad news if you're if you, for gamers, Microsoft has confirmed they will be raising all their first party titles to seventy US dollars, which means video games in Canada for Microsoft will probably will skyrocket to ninety Canadian. Yes, sir. And uh, I don't know if this is this might just be a BC problem, but uh, that means uh, with tax included, you're spending a hundred bones for any new released uh, yeah. first party titles. So that's uh, going to hurt the bank a little it's, bit. It's gonna it's gonna hurt a lo- for Xbox at least for Xbox games. And but but th- when they do this, this means Sony and Nintendo are probably not that far behind. Well, I think uh, PlayStation games are already there because I paid. 100 bucks for last of us part one and for god of war ragnarok so oh were those were they deluxe editions though or were they just normal nope just the bare bones standard Ooh, ones yeah. yeah okay yeah it's gonna be it's is is bad uh it's banks bad. are bank banks are hurting so uh yeah spend your coins wisely spend your coins wisely wait for sales because yeah. that's legit what we're gonna have to do for the yeah. new year or play just play indie games those are cheap those yep. are like much better and reasonably priced. Well, and it's it it really is incentivizing Game Pass and the PlayStation Plus services. Actually, yeah, it really it really is now. Yeah, you can right you can pay that. like twenty bucks a month. Like for so for ninety Canadian, you'd be like getting almost five months, pretty much worth of Game Pass, and you can play at whatever pace you want. So. Mm, you're right. Definitely okay, the better I think, deal. I, no. I think in the new year, I'm going to invest in PC Game Pass then. Oh, it's a good time, man. I think it's about time I do that. Uh, looking at our TCG news in Pokemon Crown Zenith, the latest Sword Shield pack, that's uh, set for January 20th. And Scarlet and Violet, that base set is set for March 2023. In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! Hey, for Master Duel. Uh, so a new solo gate was added. Some accessories were added. But also the De- Duelist Cup, December Duelist Cup, has begun for the month of December. Basically, it's a secondary ranked duel system where you're it's round one, get to level 20, and you can participate in round two. Uh, hey, fun fact. You remember there's that Utopia OTK deck that's going around? Uh, they didn't update the ban list, and you can absolutely use that to make your duels really fucking easy. <laughs> so uh, legit, just go first all the time. You'll win 90% of your duels, uh, you and it's a cheap deck. Uh, in the world of their TCG, though, uh, the Dark World Structure deck is out now. Dark Magician Girl Accessories and the Photon Hypernova pack come out February 9th, and the Beware of Trap Tricks Structure deck comes out February 24th. And in Magic the Gathering news, the Transformers cards, which are part of the Brothers War uh, packs, uh, those are on sale now. And that's really about it for the Week in Review. There is no board game news. Uh, there's actually not a whole lot of other news, but mostly because the Game Awards were this week, so that's where all the news is. Uh, but before we dive into the Game Awards, let's see what games should be on your radar for December 12th to 18th. 
From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. And uh, there are a few, actually. On Tuesday, the big game of the week actually comes out. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, the remaster of Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Uh, That is out. That's kind of the last big game of the year as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm probably going to try to pick it up, possibly. Oh, wait, no. It comes out to... Uh, yeah, no, I'll be grinding FF14. I might wait for the new year to play Crisis Core then. Cause Sounds FF14, like a good January game. It's a good January game, especially because that January is probably when the next patch will come out for 14 that I won't be playing because I'm still in Shadowbringers. But there you go. Regardless... Uh, Greece comes out for the PS5 and Series X. High on Life, another big game from the creators of uh, from Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, that comes out for the Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Neon White makes its way to both PlayStations. On Wednesday, Little Gator Game comes to the Switch and PC. And also, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt's uh, next-gen update comes to the PlayStation 5 and Series X. On Thursday... Aka, or AKA, comes to the Switch and PC, and Blacktail comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. And lastly, on Friday, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard heads to the Switch. I believe that rounds up all the Resident Evil games that were that they announced were coming to the Switch for the time being. And that's it. That's that's everything. With, without further ado, uh, with, with those out of the way... <laughs> we uh, can finally get to the We can get potatoes. to the meat and potatoes. Here's what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. It's, of course, the Game Awards. Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a good, uh, good show this year, I think. It, it was a really good show. A really good show. We've divided this up. We're going to talk about all of the announcements first and then talk about the awards second. So... Because uh, there's a lot, uh, a, <laughs> so like, much. A, I, I, I'm looking at my outline here. I have, yeah. if I was to, there's probably two pages worth. As as I was, as a bit of a behind the scenes for the game lounge uh, recording process, I uh, was sent the run of show from Tony, and I just kept scrolling and scrolling, <laughs> and I'm like, man, this is going on for quite a while, and then I'm like oh, wow, I'm still just on the announcements for games. <laughs> and then I got to the game award winners. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's uh, yeah, it's a big one. Show, pack show, pack show. And off the top, Dead Cells. Dead Cells announced uh, yeah. they're getting a return to Castlevania DLC early next year. These uh, these guys are just, they do, just, they do not miss with their, uh, their DLC uh, packs that they come out with. It's uh, it's never disappointing, and to start incorporating Castlevania into the mix is going to be uh, very exciting. I think. Yes, uh, Alucard, Rick. It's basically Symphony of the Night from the looks of it. You get Alucard, you get Richter, and of course there's Dracula, who you'll get to fight. It looks like mm-hmm. so really cool. I know that our uh, game lounge boy Zach, Mister Actual Trash PhD, he will be. He's he. We were talking last night about it during stream, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll probably get that." <laughs> As a Castlevania fan. Yeah. Uh, second, the original Vampire Survivors is coming to mobile devices for free. Wow. That's actually really good. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, as I've lurked in uh, his streams, Argic, who was on at the start of the, this season, he's loving the new Vampire Survivors, and it's basically almost the same game. So uh, definitely check that out if you like 
hordes of, of things coming at you and you're able to shoot a lot of bullets. It's a bullet hell survival game. Looks really, really dope. And the fact that we could play it for free, kind of nice. All the better. Uh, then uh, the Netflix logo comes on to announce this next game, Valiant Hearts Coming Home. I think it's a, it's a new entry in the Valiant Hearts series uh, because there was a Valiant Hearts game before. Yeah, I played the first one on uh, Xbox uh, when it was like a free game with gold or whatever, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it looks like this one's mobile exclusive, at least for the time being. Yeah, that's very interesting, and it's probably because of uh, Netflix. They like somehow acquired it or something and are keeping it on their app or something. Yep, you can play net- the Netflix games. You can play on the Netflix mobile app because uh, that's the only place to play them. Yeah, which is, it's it's a strange time that that yeah. you can do that. Yeah, but I'll, I might check it out because uh, I really enjoyed the first game. So, and I love like the art style and everything. So, it could be worth uh, giving very, it a go. Very cool art style. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we got some uh, two nice little announcements. First, Returnal coming to PC. Always nice to see PlayStation exclusives come to other things. Yeah, yeah totally. And it takes two. Last year's game of the year is getting physical merchandise. There you go. Yeah, so now you can have your own elephant that you can tear the limbs off of. <laughs> that's, that's legit how they promoted it. Was Your own elephant. stress elephant. Ex- your own stress elephant. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got a brand new trailer for a brand new game. Uh, comic book, very comic book style art. It's Hellboy Web of Weird. Spelled yeah. W-Y-R-D. That looks real good. It it I think it very briefly showed like a glimpse of what the gameplay could look yes. like. Yes, yes, it did. It was kind of good, the good old seamless transition into combat, but no HUD to show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the art style is just absolutely stunning. It looks like it was plucked straight out of the comic books. Mm-hmm, it absolutely does. Really dope looking. Definitely something to keep an eye out for. We don't know any other details aside from, hey, it's coming. But uh, I, yeah, I, I think, think I saw general... something about it being like a roguelike, has like roguelike elements to it potentially. But the art style alone will sell me. So uh, We then got a new trailer for Horizon Call of the Mountain, the VR uh, Horizon game. Uh, mostly showing off uh, combat a little bit, like fighting the, the giant uh, robot animals. Kind of cool. I mean, it's it's a cool game that's coming. I, I I'm obviously obviously I cannot get it because I don't have a VR headset or yeah. a PlayStation Five to plug in my PlayStation VR two when that comes out to play it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's probably one of the uh, selling factors in terms of software for uh, PSVR. Um, but there still isn't enough. I don't think behind that library for it to be warranted for a lot of people and then like you said tony there's also the hardware issue that is still ever prevalent uh nowadays like people are having a hard enough time getting the base console itself so yep hopefully i'll get one next year hopefully i'll get one next year because i want to play final fantasy 16 (laughs) exactly uh we then got a trailer for a new horror game coming soon post trauma again horror games they look creepy and if they look, the creepier they look, the better. If you want the spooks, this is it's another entry. Then we got uh, a trailer for Viewfinder. Uh, this is a perspective-based puzzle game where you use photos to progress through the game. 
Yeah, this one looks real cool. I'll really cool. Check this Gives one out. me very a lot of superliminal type vibes. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, so very excited for that. I love Superliminal, one of the few games I platinumed. Uh, uh, one of the few puzzle games I platinumed because that has one annoying ass trophy where you had to beat. They legit changed the trophy from beating the game under. I think it was like thirty minutes to an hour. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It was a little uh, impossible with the thirty-minute time limit. Little, little impossible, little impossible. Yikes. Not on PC, not on PC, but on PlayStation. Yes, That's interesting. Uh, then we got new trailer for Atomic Heart. That and a release date for it. I don't know if we had a release date for it before, but February twenty-first is when we'll be seeing that. That's exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, and then Amogus came out. The imposter was amongst us. Uh, and they uh, they announced that they are officially adding a proper hide and seek mode, and by officially adding, it's in the game. It's out right now. It came out on the ninth, right in the day after the game awards. They added it into the game. You can now do that, and you can also pet the dog in the game. Oh, excellent! So that's that's all we needed. Mm-hmm. That should be a mandatory feature. Yes, uh, we then forward. got a uh, a new tra- a trailer for After Us, which comes out spring 2023. That one looks pretty cool as well. Yes, and then pretty replaced. Like, trippy experience. Yes. Oh, man. Replaced a apocalypse cyberpunk-esque type game. 2D yeah. pixel. I love It looks so freaking good, man. Yeah. The artwork for this game looks incredible. The design, I love every bit of it. Yeah. Um, it seems like your standard 2D exploration type game where you just kind of move left and don't, yeah. don't die. It's got some combat uh, mechanics to it, it looks like, from some of the trailers. And if the, if the uh, combat and the gameplay plays like half as good as it looks, then I think we're in for a real treat. This one has been one of my highly highly anticipated games. Uh, then we got some new news for Street Fighter VI. Uh, first, they showed off DJ, uh, one of the returning characters. And then I think it was three or four uh, other new characters that are going to be added into the game as well. Um, as well as a release date, finally. June 2nd is when we will see Street Fighter VI hit the shelves, uh, hit everything, and you can build your own custom character in the oh, game God. to fight with. Yeah, that's that's the big thing is you can build a custom character to fight with. It's it's a uh really a sign of the times when things like character creators um make me nervous and uncomfortable for what we're about to see on the internet. Yeah. Uh, people I mean I, I, it'll be some, it'll be great. I can't wait to see uh somebody build our our, our reformed orthodox rabbi Bill Clinton. <laughs> I can't wait to see SpongeBob SquarePants fight in uh, Street Fighter 6. <laughs> it's great. Hey, but then right after that we got a fucking huge game reveal. Yeah. Hades 2. Yeah. That is exciting. It sounds like the big thing is we got to go fuck up Kronos. Mm-hmm. Yep, and save uh, save your father, I guess, because we're playing as his daughter in this one. Yeah. That, did I pick up on it. that right? I, that, from the sound of it, yes. I, for, I yeah. believe that's what's interpreted. Uh, ba- but just like the first game, everyone's hot. You're going to have yeah. a bisexual <laughs> panic. Yeah. 
it's fine. I don't know if it's so much panic. I think it's just just embrace it at this point, you know? <laughs> True. You, you went through the panic in the first one. Now you just embrace it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you got. That's all you got to do. Uh, and hey, then we got an, another trailer. Kind of came out of the blue. Brand new game from the creator of Bioshock, Judas. This looks so good. I, this game, uh, I, I I have my hopes for this. I have a lot of hopes for this game now. I, I, yeah. I'm missing, I miss Bioshock. I loved Infinite, Bioshock Infinite a lot. It's probably my favorite of the series. I played the original and two as well, but like Infinite is my favorite and I, I'm just excited to play a new Bioshock type game. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I don't like need it uh, to be a Bioshock 4 or like anything related to Bioshock necessarily. The trailer has already sold me on what it is gonna be like the gameplay looks fantastic for what we've seen and the art style is very very intriguing very so much so. i have i have faith with this one i think it's gonna be a uh knock out of the park absolutely i think that game right there if it comes out we don't have an exact release date for it uh hopefully next year that would be dope yeah i think it's i think it might have said 2023 i don't remember uh, then we got a new Bayonetta game trailer, which kind of shocked everybody, considering Bayonetta three, considering the 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 time frame between a Bayonetta game. <laughs> yeah, we're really having some peaks and valleys with this Bayonetta release timeline, aren't we? We are. Uh, Bayonetta Origins: Cereza and the Lost Demon that comes March seventeenth. This is a very different Bayonetta game where you it's not it's. Not focused on combat. It's focused on like a storybook telling. But there is combat where you're controlling uh, the demon Cheshire, which was her first demon. Uh, and you're trying to find your mummy. Your mummy. Your mummy. <laughs> mummy, I'm scared. I'm in the forest. Help me. <laughs> uh, but no, Bayonetta That's fans That's exactly are... what Bayonetta sounds like. How did you exactly... pull that off, Tony? Yo, uh, because of all that Twitter beef, I was able to remake her voice. Wow. Just from all her videos that she put out. It's impressive. <laughs> this show's gone places, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, hey, then we got an ad break. And during that ad break, we got a trailer for a Ghostbuster game. Uh, Rise of the Ghost Lord, a VR title. Very cool. Is that... I don't remember if that was coming to all uh, platforms, was it? Or was it like just like PSVR or something? I think it might be all. It's, uh, po- it, probably all of them. I would think so. I go mean, bust some ghosts in VR. Go, go bust the ghosts. And uh, then we got our brand new trailer for Lightfall. And to take this away, uh, let's throw it to my Destiny Insider, uh, Jackson. Hey, Tony, uh, we are live on location at the Video Game Awards 2014, and man, oh man, it is a banger. Uh, I had a few minutes between the Diablo 4 showcase to record this, so it just goes to show how fucking important that shit is. But Lightfall was revealed, the trailer, it came out, and it looked cool, Tony, a little bit more or less of what we were seeing, you know, the fucking strand, the green shit, fucking shooting out, the motherfuckers were shooting their guns at the beat, you know, you're you're by the numbers, uh, Destiny, um thing my air fryer is going off in the background i'm 
and I gotta pee. But you know what? Season 19, it hit with a thud, Tony. People are pissed off. It's just more or less the same upgrade grid fucking Anna Bray. She's fixing up Rasputin. He turned himself into a pickle, Morty. Ha ha ha. But uh, anyway, we're gonna wrap things up here. Uh, I believe that the game of the year is gonna be announced, and it is gonna be uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Not the remake, by the way. But uh, before we wrap up here, Ollie, what's the weather like in Destiny 2? Space weather! All right, thank you. Uh, uh, we are signing out Wakanda forever. Uh, thanks for that, Jackson. Uh, so when when that ended, hey, we got a brand new trailer for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Yeah, this one had some emotional weight to it a little it, bit. It, hey? it did. Uh, they confirmed that this will be Kevin Conroy's last performance as Batman. They recorded all his lines before he died of cancer. Yeah, that's gonna that game's gonna pack a different kind of weight now. I think it, it really is. It it really is. But it, it is nice. Like it, we are very lucky to have um, been able to get like a full performance out of him before uh, before he passed away. Absolutely. As as countless others have said, he he was an iconic iconic piece of the Batman legacy. So, and uh, another fun fat, fun, funny thing in the trailer. They legit said, Batman doesn't kill anybody, and then he proceeds to kill a man. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That, that, yeah. was, that was kind of funny. Uh, we also got a brand new trailer for Party Animals. This game, uh, it's been on our radars for a while. Uh, it's a Gang Beast type game where you play as a bunch of different animals. Uh, it's coming early 2023, and this game just looks like stupid amounts of fun. Absolutely, yeah. Is it from the same uh, developer as, or as uh, Gang Beast? I don't fully know. I don't recall. I'll need to double check that. Uh, then we got another game coming to PC. That was a PlayStation exclusive, The Last of Us Part 1. That's very exciting. So now Nick has a reason to play The Last of Us again. <laughs> oh, no. No, I can't. I can't afford it, Tony, right now. Please, God, give me a break. You you played the, the entirety of Part 1 by now, right? I did, yeah, yeah. I played the remake when it came out and uh it was amazing like it it is now in its like truest best possible form um so as soon as it comes out on pc i cannot recommend it enough i don't know how the pricing will work uh for it if it'll be the full 90 because it was a 90 canadian on uh playstation when it came out so but yeah maybe maybe pick it up uh on its first sale steam is known for those so it absolutely is. Uh, then we got what was probably one of the big things that people were we 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 knew would come from this game awards. Our first full full look at Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I got some gameplay in this one. We got some gameplay. Looks looks good. Looks real good. Yep. Looks real good. And then I'm excited. Uh, the actor for Cal came out himself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lightsaber and everything. Lightsaber and everything. Uh, it, was, it was good. Pretty. Uh, yeah. Uh, people I, are excited. Uh, I can't wait for that one. Then we got uh, the first game that the and also the only game that has like a confirmed 2024 release, Earthblade, which the name may not sound that familiar, but it's designed well because it's from the creators of Celeste. We have a brand new game coming from them, and I'm like, oh my god! It's it's basically Celeste with a lot more combat. 
Yeah, I was going to say, it's leaning a little more into the combat, which is definitely intriguing to me. Yes. It looks uh, fantastic. I mean, yeah. Uh, Celeste, I played a bit Celeste. It's The game's not for me. It's got it's got good things. So I'm excited for people who are excited for it. <laughs> uh, we also then got a trailer for Dune Awakening, the brand new Dune MMO that'll be coming out next year, I think. I, I still don't really understand the whole hype with Dune. Like, I get that. Was, was it a movie or was it a TV series? Uh, well, it was, uh, adapted into a movie from the book Yeah, I'd... for the, like the, the latest release, but apparently there's also a show coming too. I think I, uh, read that HBO is doing a, a show about the Benny Jesuit for those that understand who those people are. Um, so there's also a show coming now and there's an MMO. <laughs> yeah. Now there's an MMO. It's. I'm, I'm going to say it. I feel like when a book gets a good adaptation, people kind of just jump all in on that shit. Mm-hmm. We saw it. We yeah. saw that happen with Harry Potter. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This is what it's like yeah. to be on the other side of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, then they announced that Forspoken is getting a demo. It has a demo now on PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, so you can finally, finally get an early look at that game from Squeenix. That's that's one of those. That's a game I definitely think I will check out the demo for because I'm not entirely sold on that game as of right now. Yeah. So I think a demo could definitely help out. Definitely. Uh, and then Kojima. Happens. Kojima. That Kojima. is all we have to say. <laughs> Kojima. He announced uh, D- Dark Souls Two. <laughs> finally. Finally. After all these years after of waiting. All these years of waiting. We're finally getting Dark Souls Two. Uh, no, Death Stranding Two. But when they mm-hmm. announced it, it was just DS Two. And legit, a joke we made was Dark Souls Two. Yep. But you no, know, Death Stranding Two. The Redis, the Redis, and the Fetus are back. <laughs> Redis and the Fetus. The oh my God. That's my favorite children's I'm uh, story. I'm to refer to that game as that now. <laughs> the Redis and the Fetus by Hideo Kojima. Yo, Honestly, yo, that was I'm... probably a working title for that game. <laughs> if he makes a children book based off Death Stranding, I hope yeah. that's what he calls it. That's what I want. Oh, uh, they also revealed the cast. It's mostly the same cast. No Mads Mikkelsen, though. That we know of. That we know of. Yeah. I haven't played the first game, so I don't know what his character's, um, like, end I mean, you guys is. could talk about it on another episode of Out of Focus. We could. We absolutely could. I'll, I'll be looking forward to that, because that's how I learned about the stuff from the first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we then got a... Uh, EA showed off their new, the new game that's going to be part of the EA Originals program. Immortals of Avium. This looks pretty interesting. Like from the description I saw, it's like a single player first person action magic shooter <laughs> of sorts. Yeah, and we didn't get much aside from shit was going on. Time to cast cube. <laughs> yeah, it's one to look out for, for sure. One to look out for. EA, always, EA originals are always games to look out for because we got like, I, that's I where we so. got It Takes Two. That's where we got um, Unravel as well. Yeah, I think there was another one in there, but I don't remember. But uh, so, but hey, to have two of three EA originals that I can't that's, remember. That's, yeah, that's, true. That's, that's any solid. any quality from EA in the first place is uh, exactly a exactly. And then we got a new trailer for Tekken Eight. 
Um, so if you follow the plot of Tekken 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1, I think it's probably going to come to an end. Jin versus Kazuya. Father versus son. Just know Heihachi because he, he's dead. He was thrown into a volcano at the end of Tekken 7. Well, that'll happen. That's why, Kazuya, that's why Kazuya threw everybody else off the, in the Smash roster off a volcano as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we also got a new trailer for Nightingale. I am excited for. I am very excited for Nightingale, the crafting survival game where you can travel the multiverse. Hell, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I with a so uh, with a Victorian ready. era yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, I, I'm so excited for this game. I want. I'm going to play it on stream with the lads. This is going to be a. I'm yeah, excited. it would be a very fun stream game and a very fun game to play with friends for sure. Uh, we also then got a new Baldur's Gate 3 trailer and a release date set for August of next year. So you only have to wait like another year, folks. <laughs> only one more year. Only one more year. So, <laughs> famous uh, last words. Famous, famous last words. Uh, we also got a new trailer for Wayfinder, a fantasy RPG coming soon. I say coming soon. Uh, when, I, when I say soon, I mean probably next sometime next year. If it doesn't get delayed. Coming uh, eventually. Coming eventually. Yeah. Uh, and then we got we got a Nintendo trailer. Which, surprisingly, Nintendo had no real reveals here aside from Bayonetta and this. Uh, no Zelda, which I was surprised by. I thought we would at least see something, if not like a small amount of Zelda at the Game Awards. Right. But, but we saw nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They're taking their time with the release of that game. I feel like we're going to have an entire Zelda Direct then. Before oh, probably. May. So probably, that's yeah. probably what we'll see. What we'll see that. But we got uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Their season pass. That's what they showed off here. No other stuff. Their season pass. The first wave will include your three houses protagonists of Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude. And also the dragon Tiki from uh, the very first Fire Emblem. Uh, so you can you'll be getting them as emblems. So, yeah, that's 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 what we know. It looks like there's gonna be four waves to their DLC. I think is what I saw. So I mean, Fire Emblem fans are always seeing good. This new game I actually might pick up because uh, it seems to have a more linear story, which is what I liked. Three Houses d didn't appeal to me too much because of just how they how it was. But right. this one I might pick up. Because I do like Fire Emblem. I loved Sha uh, Echoes, Shadows of Valentia. Mm -hmm. Probably my favorite on the 3DS. And then, uh, before we go further, I do want to quickly say, uh, during all of this, there was a performance by Bear McCreary and Hosier. Oh, yeah. Blood, they performed Blood on the Snow, the song of God of War Ragnarok. Fucking phenomenal performance. Uh, good. The, the Hergy Dergy was amazing. Oh, Favorite instrument. Favorite instrument is the hergy dergy. Well, then a second performance happened, and it kind of was out of the blue because nobody knew that this was going to happen. Out comes Halsey. Well, and why would you, right? <laughs> why would you ever associate Halsey with Diablo Four? God, if I know, yeah, Diablo Four and Halsey. She she's helping with the promotions for the game. Sure, why not? Which, why not? Halsey's great. Diablo's great. I mean, I wouldn't say Halsey's... Diablo's great. I think it's like the one, one of the redeeming series of Blizzard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Halsey, I, I'm not a fan of Halsey. <laughs> you, you can like... People like Halsey, <laughs> I'll say. Children like Halsey. 
Hey, children are people too, Tony. White white girls like Halsey. <laughs> Again, white girls are people too. <laughs> and bears. And bears. Bears are people too as well. Bears are never forget. Too. Never forget Evil Spaghetti. Uh, hey, th- hey! Also, Diablo Four has a release date, June twenty third. Uh, we have <laughs> a release date. That's the main main part. That's of the, that. that's the main part of it. June twenty third. You guys will finally get to play Diablo Four, and hopefully, you don't have to pay five dollars to walk twenty steps. <laughs> One can only dream. One can dream. So don't fuck it up, Blizzard, or else I'll be I'll have more fuel for your fire. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's good news though. Hey, we got uh, the announcement for Horizon Forbidden West's first DLC, Burning Shores. In it's go to Hollywood, Hollywood, baby. In Hollywood. Why? Why they chose April nineteenth as a release date instead of April twentieth? I won't understand. Uh, oh, like, oh right my god! There, that's, they missed it. Oh my they god! They totally missed it. Burning Shores, burning weed. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood, L.A., California, California. I, th- I, th- I bet. I bet you anything. It was actually. Let me look here. Is the night? What day is the nineteenth? Let me look. It's a me. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. What the fuck? Yeah, middle of the week. Middle of the week. God, they could. I don't know that a Thursday is any more justifiable because, like, at least a Wednesday is nice and middle. But like, I don't know, man. Four twenty was right there. It, it really was. You you might as well just go for Stop it. Stop PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, then we got a new look at I, what looks to be like a Genshin type game, possibly with like art, the art style reminds me a lot of Genshin. It's from Amazon and Bandai. It's called Blue Protocol, so it looks like a Genshin. The artwork very Genshin like, but it seems to be more focused on exploration and like new game RPG. term, a Genshin like. A Genshin like, I mean, basically, I mean that's what Tower of Fantasy is. There you go. It's a Genshin like. Perfect. Uh, we then got a trailer for Romance. And uh, Transformers Reactive. Yeah, that was a little unexpected. When that trailer was playing, I'm like, what is this for? And then the freaking like uh, Autobots logo shows up. And it's a Transformers game. Um, I was surprised. I was very surprised. Looks interesting. Definitely yeah. want to see more of this. I yeah, it was know. only a cinematic trailer. Um, but what was shown... Could be very cool. Very I feel like I feel like it'll probably have a release date close to the new movie. Yeah, that could be that could be true. Make it would make sense on like a marketing point, but mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Uh, we then got a, a a VR game trailer, which it looks it looks very cool. It, this look this should be what Skyrim in VR should be. It's called Behemoth. <laughs> it's called yeah. Behemoth, and uh fantasy vr game the fact that it's vr I'm like this this looks so cool i forgot yeah. the fact that it was vr until the end of the trailer yeah i'm I'm wondering i don't remember if that trailer said if it was like captured in engine or anything or if it was just a vr style cinematic trailer um either way it looks very cool another one that would be one to look out for if especially if you already have a vr headset it's basically like Shadow of the Colossus dialed up to 11 and in VR. With Skyrim. It seems. With Skyrim, yeah. Looks dope. And then Keegan-Michael Key walks out on stage, makes some bad jokes about Toad's hat being a cap. Anyway, uh, we got to do, yeah. do like 90-second clip of the Mario movie. 
the fucking it looks good. Everything it looks about great. This, I'm excited for it. This it's movie gonna be a fun great. time, I think. It's gonna be a fun time. We're gonna clown on Chris Pratt, but you know what? I think it's just part of the experience now. Honestly. It is just gonna be part of the experience. Uh, but other than that, everything else looks great. We then got a trailer from the developers of Life is Strange, Banishers, Ghosts oh, of New yeah. Eden. This one looks very interesting as well. This one looks trippy. Uh, you know, Dan's talking to what we assume is wife. Wife fades away. <laughs> like, well, yeah. goddamn. Uh, no, but this one looks cool. Uh, definitely, I want to see more on this. Yeah, and definitely a different um, like uh, direction from the the Life is Strange devs for sure, right? Uh, and then uh, out comes Warhammer with a new trailer for Space Marine Two, and they're like, "You want to play God?" And then they play their cigar cigar right in their mouth. Hey kids, you like God? You like God? I'll take this giant him. fucking gun. <laughs> Kill the heretics. A Space Marine 2, it's going to be fucking fun. People are excited. I'm excited for those people. Uh, then we got a trailer for a game called Meet Your Maker, which I've described as Mario Maker on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a like dungeon creator slash dungeon crawler that you might be able to like play with your friends. Build a dungeon, play other people's dungeons, su- mm-hmm. survive, don't die. That basically yeah. that's that's the that's 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 all it is. Yeah, uh, it comes out April fourth. It has Looks a release date. Cool. Really cool. And then <laughs> the game awards get crashed by the early two thousands. Crash Bandicoot mascot. That's right. They brought the mascot back to announce the brand new Crash game, Crash Team Rumble. They lower him down on a on a pulley system. They they did. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a time to be a Crash fan. But yeah, uh, yeah new Crash game coming probably next year. Uh, definitely want to see a actual gameplay of this game to see what it's going to actually be. But yeah, it's all about collecting them Wumpa fruit. It'll be interesting as well to see if it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Uh, with the Activision merger. Uh, then we got a trailer for the Lords of the Fallen. Didn't really stand out that much to me. And then one of the most iconic trailers we got at the Game Awards. <laughs> Crime Boss Rock A City and all of its celebrity uh, cameos, which I need to pull up. It is a for... stacked cast, dude. Yeah. It's, Michael uh, Rooker. Danny Glover, yeah. Uh, Danny Trejo, and then the the, the big two. <laughs> More, most importantly, the most importantly, Chuck Norris. Which I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, that's that's cool, that's cool. And Vanilla Fucking Ice. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and he's playing a rapper, I think, too, because that's the only thing he can he can play is basically a douchebaggy well, version of to. himself. You can't just bring Vanilla Ice onto a project and not have him rap. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you could. You definitely well, you could. could. That would be an experience for sure. I mean, I don't think he ever rapped in his series Vanilla Ice Goes Amish. <laughs> I don't know. We have to roll the tapes and uh, <laughs> look back at the archival evidence. I think he had a he had a show where he built a house too, didn't he? He had like his own like HGTV show type thing. Anyways, <laughs> uh, anyway, game looks game genuinely looks kind of cool. Yeah, for all those people hurting for a new GTA type game. Yeah, 
it's like a GTA Payday type thing. Look, yeah. looks like so. Yeah, yeah, definitely looking. And then out of the blue, Modern Warfare Two announces they're getting raids. Surprise! They're gonna, they're gonna give you raids like Destiny. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what are we doing? Are we hunting Osama bin Laden again? <laughs> like, is that gonna be the first raid? Anyway, then we got uh, we go into our last our three last there are three pretty big announcements of how it ended. First, Cyberpunk 2077 shows us our first trailer for the Phantom Liberty DLC, and they announce another celebrity in the game, yeah. Idris Elba, which I'm like, okay, what a good get. Okay, <laughs> it's uh, hey, as long as the, the DLC isn't buggy when you release it, I think we're fine. A pro- CD project read. Uh, then a new From Software game got revealed, and yeah. we're like, "Oh fuck!" And you see, they kind of tease us a bit of like they use the word "cinders," and they're like, "Oh fuck, it's a new Dark Souls." No, this is actually a game series we have not seen in ele- uh, almost ten years. Well, it will be ten years. Armored Core Six: Fire of Rubicon. Which, it's a mech game. That's yeah. basically what the series is. This is also not the sixth entry in the franchise. This is the 23rd entry. <laughs> Do not be mistaken. The Do not six be mistaken. is meaningless. The six is meaningless. This is, uh, this is a Kingdom Hearts uh, situation. Oh, uh, no. We didn't need Tetsuya more of that. If you thought Tetsuya Nomura couldn't count, From Software can't count either. Oh, oh God. Uh, and lastly, uh, Final Fantasy 16, uh, Yoshi P comes out himself, Naoki Yoshida, the developer of Final Fantasy 14, uh, and also for 16, because it's basically a majority of the 14 team working on this, which is phenomenal. So definitely 14 part wanna, two, if you will, th- that's <laughs> coming in January. We got a release date. <laughs> June 22nd. That is your deadline to get a PlayStation 5, folks. That is your <laughs> that deadline. Is your deadline. If you want to play this game on release, that is your deadline to get a PlayStation 5. Game looks great. You can pet the dog. The dog is a party member. Hell yeah. Like, it's, uh, yeah. What more it's could you ask for? What more could you ask for? It's going to be fun. I'm excited for this. Uh, and those were all the announcements. Those were all the big <laughs> Such announcements. Such a long list, man. Such a long list. But we're through the first. We're through the first list. Those are all the announcements. Uh, highlights, obviously, FF16 for me. Uh, Meet your maker and Judas. Those are like my top three. Yeah, I think in terms of new stuff for me, it was probably like uh, Judas. What was the Earthblade and uh, the Hellboy game, probably. Are the most intriguing, I think, for me. But uh, yeah, with okay, so now we've got all the announcements out of the way. Let's talk about who got robbed, who didn't get robbed. Let's go over those winners for the game awards, and we're gonna start off with the ones that literally people don't really care about. Let's be real; the majority did not care about these awards. The esports yeah. awards, best esports event was 2022 League Worlds. Makes sense. Woo-hoo! Best coach went to Bazooka. Which is spelled B-Z-K-A. Because he's cool. Because he's cool. Best team went to Loud, a Valorant team. Best athlete was Yay. <laughs> and not the one yeah, you're thinking he... of. <laughs> and the best esports game, surprisingly, not League. It went to Val. It went to Valorant. Oh, good for Valorant. Yeah. Uh, so a good fuck you to League of Legends. Nicely <laughs> done. 
Love to see it. You love, love to see, see it. it. Love to see it. Most anticipated game for the second year in a row went to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. However, oh, last yeah, year it, it won it under unnamed Zelda game. Right. <laughs> Which is arguably way more funny when it's the most anticipated game and we don't even know what it's called yet. Exactly. Uh, but no, that one again, I think that was kind of obvious. The fact it won last year, yeah. it was going to win again this year. Yeah. Uh, new category, best adaptation. Yeah. That went, who presented that award? Because someone presented this award. I don't remember. Did, they, did someone present? I can't remember. I think someone presented this award. Uh, but that went to Arcane League of Legends, which Very, honestly, it was a stacked category. Like you had well, Arcane, you had Edge four, Runners. Four to five, I think. Four, yeah, stacked. you had Edge Runners, you had Cuphead, you had Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and you had Uncharted. We, we just kind of pushed Uncharted aside. The other four, though? Yeah. Other four, stacked. yeah, strong. Netflix so, like, very strong. I was, around. I would have, yeah, I would have been fine with any of them taking it because they are all phenomenal in their own way. Yeah, and also, <laughs> like, yeah, Uncharted was there, but it just it goes to show, um, Halo wasn't even pushed for a nom. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> so uh, that just goes to show you how good of an adaptation <laughs> it is. Probably can't even be considered an adaptation. Content creator of the year. It was mostly between two people. That was the prediction. It was going to be between Carl Jacobs and Miss and Ludwig. And of course, our boy Lud gets the Lud win. Taking W's here, chat. <laughs> uh, but no, good for Lud. Uh, it was a good, it was a good category. I I knew three of them. The fact Ludwig and Cutie were both nominated up for that, so good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you love to see when couples have to fight face to head head to head for <laughs> an award. Yeah, uh, but yeah. that means Ludwig is the true gamer. <laughs> Capital G. Capital G gamer. Uh, that was, what, best multiplayer game. I would I, legit if you told me who would have won this, I would have said <laughs> most surprised. likely Call of Duty. I would have yeah. said Call of Duty would have won it. No, it did it. Splatoon three wins the award for best multiplayer game with its janky servers. <laughs> it wins. <laughs> it won. I'm like, uh, let's hey, anything that can beat Call of Duty is a fucking win in my book. Yep. So good for you, you go. Splatoon three. Congratulations, Nintendo, on that. Uh, but what took a massive L was the fighting game category. What the <laughs> fuck? What the actual fuck? Multiverses? No, get that shit out of here. Fuck multiverses. I'm not a fan of the game. I played it a bit. I, I gave it an honest the college a try. I don't like it. It's not, it's not that refined as people fucking say it is. Mm-hmm. It's still in early fucking access. Get that shit out of here. It's I... funny that you can play as LeBron James, but... Yeah. <laughs> No, get that uh, out of here. Yeah, I personally would have, like, I would have loved Sifu to win. That game's combat was, like, A+. plus. It was amazing. The game that deserved to win was DNF Duel. That's what should have won. I will say right. that. Sifu, I'm glad it got nominated, but it's also hard to put that game for other nominations. Like, I think yeah, it was up for, like, totally. one or two other games. Just yeah. because of how unique of a game it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the the traditional sense of a fighting game isn't usually a single player uh, fighting game. So that's it's, uh, yeah. So and uh, platform fighters are not real. But multiverse is one. So I mean, platform fighters are not real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, best sports racing game 
could have gone to anything. It went to Gran Turismo, though, so good I on think Gran that made Turismo. the most sense. It really did. Seems uh, like the most refined. Best sim strategy game went to Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I Good for them? Yeah. I, I don't have... I, considering it, it was like the most cartoony yeah. of everything out up there, it won. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, good on them. Good on them. Good on them. Best family game? Basically, the, the, the Nintendo category and Lego Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. It, went, it went to Kirby, which is fucking great. I loved Forgotten Land. Glad that one family game. It's great. And Nintendo's last win of the night went to best action game, Bayonetta 3, beating out those other games. So good on them uh, for that. Best VR and AR game went to Moss Book 2 and not the sussy Amogus VR. <laughs> I, I'm I am glad about that though, like just because the Moss games look very good and like very well crafted. So good for that team. Best mobile game surprisingly did not go to Genshin Impact. It went to Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap was a huge up uproar this year when it came out. It, it did, really yeah, it took was. the internet by storm. Yeah, I mean it was the people who did Hearthstone that made this, so they they know what they're doing. They do. Uh, the games for Impact went to the one game that I knew that I could I could tell you I know of this game because <laughs> I, uh, it, it was as Dusk Falls. I, I think that's the only reason it was because people were like, I think I heard about this game in a direct once. <laughs> yeah. So that's what took that. Uh, then we go to probably the most controversial game award, a game that had people on Twitter foaming at the mouth for two reasons. Sonic and Genshin. It was a head-to-head thing. They People were fucking getting bots on this shit to vote. <laughs> people were going lunatic because you had the Sonic fans who are fucking angry that Sonic was not nominated for anything. Right. And then you got the Genshin fans who are like, if this wins, free money. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have, you have the Sonic community, which can be very toxic at times, and the Genshin community, which is toxic at times, <laughs> going head-to-head on Twitter, fucking fighting it out. And then with the Game Awards, removing all the bot votes, calculating everything down to the last singular vote, Genshin Impact does come out on top. And you know what they got? Not even a full ten pull for the for what they got. Yeah. You don't even get a full ten pull, and uh, they're now they're mad about that. But I'm like, <laughs> f- fucking stay mad. Sonic, at least Sonic Frontiers. Here, what it showed was that people really liked Sonic Frontiers. I hope Sega and Sonic Team realize that, and yeah. I hope that they're it gives them at least the motivation to you know keep up the good work at uh, and make the next Sonic game better. Because there are still issues with Frontiers. Right. Don't get me wrong. There are issues with that game. But I hope this is like a good side for them to like not lose motivation. Totally. Uh, Then we get to the games that won multiple awards. And starting off is best ongoing game and best community support. The only two categories that this game was nominated for. Final Fantasy XIV. Which if if it didn't win... We would riot. We would be out there on the streets breaking property of whatever city we're in and rioting, folks. There, There is no other thing we would do. That is just what There's we would no do. no other alternative. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, I think that is now, a, uh, it's won both of those two years in a row now. 
So good on FF14. And Walker was a huge hit and cannot wait for the next update. Uh, and also, I can't wait to play Ed Walker when I finally get there. Uh, best indie and best debut indie. As much as I would have loved any of the other games nominated for the, these categories to win, because they were all fantastic in their own right. Because I, because like the, the indie games were led hard this year. They were so yeah, good. They really did. Uh, I don't think there was really a chance just because of how big Stray got. And Stray yeah. won both of those. Stray, yeah, definitely had the biggest community. Which I'm not mad at. Stray is a great game. It's just I do wish Stray was maybe toned down a bit to give the others a bit more of a chance because Neon White, phenomenal game. Tunic, phenomenal game. Cult of the Lamb, phenomenal game. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I personally was really hoping for Tunic to win the debut indie one just because, like, what a freaking strong first entry for that team um and just as far as an actual game goes the gameplay i think is just way more refined and way better than the likes of stray but stray just had that community following and like internet uh like 15 people minutes like cats of fame people like thing. cats exactly yeah you're not gonna beat out cat game yeah, you're not going to be on Cat Game. But we actually, hey, I'm going to give a shout out here. You can actually go listen to the first episode of the, the No Score Review Show. Yeah, you can. Me and Tony reviewed uh, Stray uh, for the first episode. That we did. So you can go check that out after this to hear what our full thoughts are on that. Uh, best performance presented by Al Pacino himself. <laughs> what, first award, first award of the surprise. night. surprise. What a surprise. Ladies and gentlemen, Al Pacino. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> what do you think the over-under is that uh, Al Pacino actually knew what he was there for? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. God, who knows? He seemed, he was, he seemed uh, pretty there. I, he, I, he it was a little there. sad watching him because you can see like he's definitely getting older. Yeah, and he, he had that little was, comment uh, of, yeah, I can't quite see the teleprompter that well. Yeah, it was a like, little sad, but it's a little sad. But, you know, he, he, he's rolling with it, you know, and like, oh, you yeah. know what? Good for he's him. a baller. Fucking baller. And uh, the best performance went to Christopher Judge. Yep. And uh, hey, if you want a Steam Deck within those nine minutes and nine seconds Dude, of Chris Judge's speech, Christopher Judge. you have to thank him. You have yeah. to go buy that Vantage Ring. That's the, the least you you owe him that. The the hidden award in this whole show was the award for longest speech, and that absolutely went to Christopher Judge. My God. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, he's the second ever person to say fuck at the Game Awards. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, I think that was very rightly deserved, though. He, he absolutely, oh, absolutely. He play. He does such an amazing job as Kratos and lends so much range to that character. Absolutely. If you haven't, his speech is really good. Despite it, it being really long, good. it is a really good speech. Definitely go check out the speech. Yeah. He did in a tweet afterwards. He did say uh, because I was cut off because he was. We have a show to do, Chris. Uh, he did say he did want to th- he, for, he one other person he wanted to thank was his beautiful wife, which I'm like okay, it's nice, very, it's very sweet. Nice. It was almost ten minutes though, man. Almost a ten minute long speech. Almost a ten minute long speech. It would have been. I mean, hey, because, I, honestly, it's because of Chris Judge that the Game Awards felt like they were going at a really good pace. Yeah, because they had because all that downtime that they were going to use was gone. Yeah, <laughs> yep, it was gone. Yeah. Then we get to the boxing match of the night. Yeah. 
God of War versus Elden Ring. Which, honestly, I'm kind of glad of how this turned out. It actually, like, looking back, it was way more balanced than it I was. thought it was. Like, God of War was nominated for more stuff. But, like, when you look at the numbers, they actually won relatively the same amount. Yes. So, excluding Christopher Judge's performance award, which you could arguably give that to a God of War category. Yep. God of War won five awards. Elden Ring won four. Which isn't bad. God of War won Best Action Adventure, Innovation and Accessibility, Audio Design, Score and Music, which Xenoblade was robbed from, but I'll get to that <laughs> shortly, and Best Narrative. I think God of War, aside from Innovation and Accessibility, I could say anything deserves that, really, because it's like I, I, I'm not affected by those types of things, so it's like hard for me to really yeah, say really what deserves that. Yeah. Um, everything else, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Best scoring music should have been Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because if you look at all the soundtrack times, God of War, it's like two hours. Elden Ring, three and a half. The other games that were nominated, like an hour and a half, an hour ten. Mel Hellsinger was an hour ten, and the other one was like an hour and a half. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, 12 hours. <laughs> oh my god. And you're telling me that they, Nintendo specifically, Monolith Soft specifically made Two unique flutes. The two flutes that you see in the game, they uniquely made those for the soundtrack alone. Jesus Christ. And you are telling me that that is the one that is the one award I will say was robbed. It should have been Xenoblade. And I think a lot like as good as Bear McCreary did with that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is is really good. Do not yeah, get me wrong. It's brilliant. Zeno- 140 <laughs> hours of music. Do you not? So there is a fucking. It is good quality too. Really good quality music. <laughs> a mix of everything. There's so. That's all I'll say. All I'll say. I'm glad it won best narrative because if Elden Ring took best narrative, I'm gonna be like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing here, guys? <laughs> um, as for Elden Ring, it took home best RPG, which you could argue Xenoblade got robbed from, but ah. Eh. I don't really know about that one because of El- the Elder Ring hype on that one. Yeah. Uh, best art direction. Yeah, makes sense. Best game direction. Okay. And then the big, big award of the night, Game of the Year. Elden Ring, Elden Game Ring. of the Year. Game of the Year. Uh, so despite God of War taking home more awards, Elden Ring does take home the big one, which everyone was predicting from day one. The, game, the second the game came out, it would win Game of the Year. Yeah. And hey, it did. Yeah. I think both very much equally deserving, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it's just the way it goes. Elden Ring won. And of course, we had a lot of other, uh, we had a lot of special guest presenters. Uh, we had Animal from the Muppets. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was, it was, that was honestly, cool. it was like, it was kind of a good segment with Animal that, uh, yeah. to bring that. Yeah. And then we got um, Reggie. Reggie was there. Oh, yeah. You you, yep. got, you love Reggie. We had um, the uh, the Last of Us uh, actors yeah. as well. Uh, Pablo presenting Pascal, best action. Bella Ramsey, uh, Troy uh, Troy Baker, Troy Baker and, yeah. Uh, Ashley Johnson. Ashley, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm like I can name three of the four up there. Yeah. I could not name the, the actual voice for Ash uh, for Ellie because yeah. I'm like I don't I don't actually know what her name is by heart. <laughs> 
Yeah, we got some nice, nice cameos. Al Pacino again was Al just Pacino. a complete yeah. surprise. <laughs> Fucking surprise. Uh, Valkyrie and Fusli, uh, they were there to pre- present uh, uh, access the accessibility award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, it was good. It was a really good time. Um, and I guess there is one more thing we do have to address. <laughs> we referenced it a little this earlier before we started recording because I didn't actually see it the first time around. Man, uh, so let's talk about the 15 year old kid, a child. What's this is that one time where that Brandon Rogers clip of what's more dangerous than a predator, a child. <laughs> because yeah. that's how jeff keely was when a child snuck up on stage legit just walked up with them. yeah dude he I, watching it back like he just so casually walks up with the the dev team when they go to accept the award you see during this as well like i'm live watching this with the the crew uh you had ninja frog there you had mellow there uh we had the gangoon there the three, all of us were watching and I'm just like, yo, that kid's shoes are, are fuck. What are the, I'm doing like a, what are those? Like, why is this like, yeah. I was assuming he was just like, you know, part of the dev team. Cause yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, a young, he's just like a young well, like, he, year he old. Or so something. like, well, like behaved. It's not like he like interrupted the speeches or anything. Like he waited his turn. He waited for them to be done. And then he got in there. <laughs> the gets in there. I uh, just want to nominate this award to my reformed ra- Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Uh, thank, thank you. Uh, <laughs> like what the fuck, man? The fuck. So where does that even come like, from? Yeah, it was. So after the game awards, Jeff Jeff tweets the kid kid's arrested. He was arrested. Uh, police, from what we know, police tried to question him, but the kid kind of just fucking was not cooperating. Kind of just staying in the character that he was portraying i guess uh but you know twitter finds a way to find everything as they usually do which they is i guess the do, one yeah. good the one good thing about twitter until it <laughs> collapses yeah which who knows when that'll be uh they were th- his friends leaked some discord stuff so this kid it, th- the good news is this kid is just a prankster no mm-hmm. political movement behind him no nothing it's just a prankster just pulling a funny, which, you know, at the end of the day... Arguably it, makes it even crazier that he was able to just get into the Game Awards and do that. But at the end of the day, it's not its not the worst thing it could have been. No. No. However, because Twitter is Twitter, you know, they do more digging. Those friends of his on his Discord maybe tell some untruths, maybe some lies. We don't know for sure. Everything's just alleged. Allegedly... The kid is actually a lot more fucked up. Very uh, allegedly, he is a Infowars fan, like a big Infowars fan. Allegedly, the kid is also anti-Semitic, but I think that's been disproven. I think it's been proven that the kid is actually Jewish. Alle- it's all alleged, and right. a, uh, a guy actually has done an interview with the kid. Uh, he's oh yeah, 15. he's Jason, fifteen. Jason Schreier, I think. Yeah, did that interview. Uh, the kid is the kid's fifteen. And he gave us his first name. I can't remember what it was. It starts with an M. But for the safety, because he's just a minor. For the safety of the kid, I'm not going to give him his get, reveal his name because let's be real. Um, I'll, I'll explain what's probably a theory I have. But basically, during that interview, the kid did not give much details. He kind of just stated the character again for that. So we don't know a lot. But honestly, I think this kid's life is ruined. <laughs> maybe yeah. like you go on a big stage like this you say that 
one, people are going to interpret this any type of way. The mm-hmm. far left have probably already labeled that kid. Like the second they see alleged anti-Semitism, they're probably right. like, we're going to go ruin this kid's life. It's time to fucking cancel this kid. You've become the center of a meme, which good or bad, depend. I mean, he's probably, that's probably what he wanted was just the meme part. Well, what he thought he wanted, I, I imagine. Like, I think good or bad meme, it's probably never good to have that level of attention on you at any age really so yeah and you're 15 also yeah. do your parents know you did this <laughs> yeah like you got arrested what i want to know what the punishment from his parents was yeah or what his parents situation even is yeah exactly so it's a mystery hopefully the kid gets just kind of stays quiet after this and i think he will yeah, hopefully he's learned his lesson. He uh, is able to continue on with some sort of normal life. Normalcy. <laughs> I yeah. doubt he will. He's good. He's good. He's become a legit. Anybody who sees him, hey, look, it's my Orthodox Bill Clinton. And uh, hopefully he's not an anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I, I believe it's just a legend, and I think it's more of just kind of rumors made by yeah, his fucking. Yeah. Don't he's, don't don't take anything we're saying here as hard fact. Yeah. This is this is all just alleged, all stuff that we've read. I've read on Twitter. Please, please do your own research on this stuff too. Like, look at all everything that's been presented, put on the table, and then do your own research, or don't come to conclusions. Yes, don't come to conclusions. Yeah, without having done your research. I also learned of a new word called groiper, which is what you call which is what you call someone who's anti-Semite. I'm like. I, and I'm just like, okay. oh, because I'm like, did they just misspell Groper? Because <laughs> it's just it's Groper, which just with a Y in there. And I'm like, did this kid assault somebody? Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no, like um, so. Uh, just a fun. That's uh, just uh, that's what a, an that's, end to the night. What an end to the night. Here's what it will. Here's what it did do. It did make this game awards very iconic. People will be talking about the game awards at least. Uh, but uh, p- the memes I've seen of like the Jeff Keighley reaction memes are probably the b- are the best I've seen. Yeah, my favorite was uh, regarding his tweet afterwards. Someone subtweeted him and saying like, "God damn it, why did they arrest Crash?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that was the yeah because it's yeah that's the that's the funnier part because Crash did technically crash the game awards too. <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah. the crash memes. Yeah, because Jeff's tweet was like way more vague. It was like the individual who interrupted the show has been arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, no. What else? Um, there was also that meme with the one of us here is a murderer because oh, yeah. Daniel Craig and oh Ryan yeah, Johnson I forgot about there. the Knives Out promotion yeah. thing. Yeah. They were all there, but the one who the one person who was there in person said that line, and it zoomed in on a couple people. I think one of them was Reggie, which made it funnier as well. Because <laughs> it was yeah. like, uh, but like you have a floor panel of that with the kid there as well. You have a bunch of Dark Soul memes with the uh, invader detected or whatever. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. So, but overall, the show was a solid A. People on Twitter did vote for the show because Jeff put out a poll. It's over 255,000 votes on that poll. It was an A ranking for the majority. So good on great, the Game Awards. Had great uh, announcements all around. And then the the awards were handled pretty well. So that's all you can really ask for from an award show, I think. Absolutely. So good on them. Uh, good job, Game Awards. Can't wait to do it again in a year's time. 
Papa Jeff. Papa Jeff. Papa Jeff. Uh, well, with that, it's time for us to start wrapping up our episode and jump right into the bonus level. Community Q&As, a look back at gaming history and your achievement of the week. Here's this week's bonus level. And to kick things off, we got this week in gaming history. Uh, December 12th to 18th, here's what happened in the past. On the 12th, 2004, Namco released Ridge Racers for the PlayStation Portable in Japan. On the 13th, Ooh, cool. 2005, Midway released The Gauntlet Seven Sorrows for the Xbox and PS2 in North America. On the 14th, 1993, Nintendo released Fire Emblem for the Super Famicom in Japan, the first 24 megabit cartridge. Mm. On the 15th, 1999, there was no video game news, but Windows 2000 was released. And that's just as important, I think. It is. It really <laughs> is. Uh, the 16th, 1982, the ABC TV network aired the half-hour animated special Christmas Comes to Pac-Land. Oh, my God. There's a Pac-Man Christmas special? There is. It's from oh. 1982. Time to go find it. Oh, wow. Saturday the 17th, 2009, Square Enix released Final Fantasy thirteen for the PlayStation 3 in Japan. And the 18th, 2005, the History Channel airs two one-hour documentaries. Brothers in Arms, The Road to Hill 30, used simulations created in Ubisoft's Brother in Arms video game. Oh, that's cool. A little fun fact for you there. The achievement of the week is Hello Neighbor 2, is in Hello Neighbor 2. It's case closed, which is to complete day one. And the game of the week, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion. And that's that's it for the Game Awards special here in the Game Lounge. Nick, thank you did for it. joining us. We did it. We managed to get through that like amount of uh announcements and uh award coverage we did so much where can we find you on the internet my dude uh you can find me uh at no score uh or at no score plays um i'm the host of the no score review show as tony mentioned at the beginning of the episode where we review uh video games movies and television and it's just a long format, usually about an hour long uh, discussion, uh, get into like the nuanced thoughts and feelings on uh, our favorite entertainment that's coming out as of late. Um, and then if you like Let's Play content, I have my No Score Plays channel on YouTube where I uh, play video games. What what are you what are you playing now? What is, what's your what's your current game on there? Currently, it's just uh, getting through God of War Ragnarok. Still, I still have yet to finish that game, um, just because of time constraints with everything in life and whatnot. But uh, I'm very much enjoying it. I think I'm about thirty two hours in so far. But yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. So uh, go check that out if you're into that type of stuff. And then I guess a quick. Uh, minor shout out i also am part of uh, the out of focus podcast we're gonna be we did a uh halloween uh commentary for halloween town the disney channel original film on our youtube channel and uh, we're also going to be doing a commentary for the santa claus 2 as well so go check out that absolute chaotic mess when it releases uh closer to christmas time on our youtube channel so yeah and of course, you can find me at Radio Tony on Twitter and at Tony's Game Lounge everywhere else. Twitch, TikTok, Instagram. That's where you can find me. And uh, you can also find me a lot more streaming a lot more as in the month of December because it's December, seven days to December. 
Nice. Where we play Seven Days to Die all month long. We just got through our first Night 7. And, Excellent. Uh, you should de- you'll definitely want to watch to see what shenanigans happen. There was a bear. There was a lot of screaming. There'll be <laughs> more bears and more screaming. There'll be birds, eggs, everything in between. You won't want to miss it. Uh, thank you once again, Nick, for coming on. And, Thanks for uh, having me. Doing the Game Awards with with us. <laughs> <laughs> we are the uh, for, i'm gonna i actually you know what before you go i do have a game award i i went there i stole one i intercepted oh, the one that they were i you see i intercepted the mail they oh were God. I, this one it has ludwig's name on it but i'm gonna ship it to you jesus christ for best, this is heavy for best, for, <laughs> I, you know the, the power of instant transmission that's the award for best uh oh co-host God. for the game awards special this is the size of a small man <laughs> how did you how did you get it here so fast oh my god i, I have my ways don't wow. don't question it well thank you and, and also if uh ludwig's lawyers come asking you any questions you know nothing oh i'll just i'll just push it off my balcony so it crushes them before they can even get into my building <laughs> 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 awesome <laughs> and thank you the listener for tuning in this week uh we will be back with one more episode this year before taking our holiday break be sure to like share follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this too and i will see you next week right here in the game lounge Bye-bye. bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of tony's game lounge new episodes release every monday Be sure to like and share the podcast and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok for more updates.